0: Western Teacher Live, cutting through noise on public education and union issues. Well, welcome to Western Teacher Live, the podcast of the State School Teachers Union of Western Australia. And I'm very pleased to have with me Shamila Nagar, Uh, the Vice President of the Union and uh, it's been a hectic time for everyone involved with the SSTUWA and indeed in the broader Western Australian community. We uh, recently had the vote on The Voice and uh, Shamela, it wasn't the result that we wanted, let's be honest. The Union had very much campaigned for a yes vote. Everybody gets to choose how they... uh, Uh, write in or what they write in the box at these uh, types of referendum and unfortunately from our perspective it was a no. Uh, What's the union's reaction to that?
1: Yeah, Kaya, to all our listeners and thanks Bob for the question. Look, it is uh, not what we were wanting as our outcome and as our membership know we walked alongside our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander members and communities. What I can say is at the SSTUWA, I'm proud that we ran an authentic and consistent campaign for the voice to parliament, and even though it didn't go according to what the way the Arkham we are wanting, I can say that the conversations we had with our members at a grassroots level, through our training, through our district council forums, and through state council, we stood in solidarity with our Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander members, but more importantly, with our First Nations Education Committee.
0: We did indeed, and we've got some wonderful educators and they very experienced principals, school leaders, teachers, people who work in uh, all different parts of uh, Western Australia. And they did provide a very strong voice. That was why our campaign was themed along the lines of education. Um, in a, a positive way to move forward at, at a disappointing time, um, what next for the union in terms of, of uh, actively promoting the need for for better investment in Aboriginal educational outcomes and indeed educational outcomes right across the board.
1: Yes, that's a really good question. So regardless of the outcome, we continue to listen to our Aboriginal Education Committee to guide us on First Nations educators' voice, but also education issues. So one of the things the committee is looking at is a cultural standards framework, which is a mandated document across the department, and how it can be implemented fully in its full uh, implementation, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, we continue as a union... A union which stands for social justice and solidarity, and it also means that we need to really sit down and reflect on what we need to do in order to support our community. So over the next um, few days and weeks, we obviously will be putting some information out on our socials uh, regarding avenues of support and also what we'll continue to do.
0: It's also interesting, interesting when you think about it but people get very confused about what a voice is. We have many voices that feed into the SSTUWA, we have specific voices that talk about LGBTQ issues, we have uh, voices that talk about new educator issues, we have voices that talk about uh, issues uh, of particularly prevalent school leaders and principals, and that's just a few of them. so so really it's nothing unusual to listen to a range of, of input from people who are experts in that field and the people who, who know best what what is required from it. It's a bit of a shame that got lost in these broader arguments around uh, the voice, which is really inputting expert advice to the people who need it from the people who know about it.
1: Absolutely. And I just want to uh, make specific mention of our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Education Committee. It was their voice that we listened to in particular. It was their words that we used when we campaigned for SST for Yes and it was their words that guided us as a union into what this referendum really was about and what it meant to enshrine a voice in the constitution and we will not stop listening to the voices of our membership.
0: And uh, one of the areas where we've had a lot of issues raised moving away from Du Bois for for a while is that uh, around environmental sustainability which is something that people sometimes raise their eyebrows about and uh, they think, you know, your are virtue signalling or whatever. But it's an issue that's been of, uh, of great interest to, to many of our members. We've had a lot of correspondence over, over the years. I've been with the union about how we do things in a, uh, a sustainable way around communication. So tell us a little bit about where the uh, union is uh, on sustainability and, and what we're doing to make sure that we, we do what we can to provide our services in an environmentally responsible way.
1: Sure. Thanks, Bob. I think the main point is here is to lead by example. And if we are advocating for climate action and more sustainable practices, we need to show our membership that we're doing this. So I'll give you a few examples of how we're doing this as a As an organisation, the first thing we're doing to reduce our environmental footprint as a union is to take our ESG responsibility seriously. So some of our members may have already seen that um, we have got our digital platform, um, our website, and many of our members are now using that platform rather than paper copies. So the Western Teacher, for example, um, we have seen an increase in our membership using more of the digital platform rather than receiving a paper copy. Um, The Western Teacher Magazine in particular is uh, printed by a local company that is quite close to our Perth building, so thus reducing our mileage. It is printed on recyclable paper, and also the plastic that it's wrapped in um, is compostable. So that is one of the strategies we're using. We have a very um, up-to-date app, and uh, we've done away with the plastic cards so our members would see that they can now access their e-cards rather than a paper copy, um, keeping in line with our ESG policies and responsibilities. So we as a union continue to slowly improve our sustainability responsibilities. Um, And if you've been part of State Council for a while, you know that solar panels were were endorsed a few years ago and um, they're up and running at our West Perth building.
0: And also I believe the vehicle fleet is now very much a hybrid model, Uh, not fully electric yet, that's a bit of a way down the track but uh, um, all of the new vehicles that come in on a replacement basis are hybrids and that's making a big difference I'm guessing to things like fuel consumption and and of course uh, the amount of carbon we're pumping out into the air every time we drive around.
1: That's correct. And, and also part of that ESG responsibilities is us supporting local businesses, which I've already touched upon in terms of the Western Teacher magazine and also local industry. So we are um, proudly wear Polar shirts, um, which is using a local First Nations business. And again, that support for local businesses, keeping things local and um, supporting whatever we can to do to reduce our um, environmental well, I should say carbon footprint. It is,
0: that's true. And, and of course, the, the issue around buying locals, you, you can't buy everything locally because some of it isn't made locally, but we do do our best to, to do that. Uh, popping back to Western Teacher, members might be interested to know that we have uh, 17,000 members and around 6,000 now of those have opted in to get the digital version of Western Teacher. So that means you don't get posted out Um, a hard copy of the magazine, you get an email linking you to the latest version available on the web in a PDF format, but also through a a software called Issue, which you can read as if you're on screen, just turn in the pages as you would normally. Um, And if you want to um, uh, opt in for that process, you can do so uh, every month when Western Teacher comes out, you get the option, or you can go onto the website uh, and do it for yourself. And uh, as uh, Shamila mentioned too, Fully recyclable paper. We actually went in in some depth as to whether the best option would be fully recycled. Problem with that is you have to import it. So it, it becomes a lot broader of a carbon footprint than, than, than it might sound at its most simple. So, fully recyclable. ...was the best option and as we've mentioned and we were ahead of the curve with this, ahead of government legislation, um, the reusable, um, non-reusable plastics are being phased out, we've already jumped ahead of that with this compostable plastic wrap So, and it's something we always bear in mind with all of the, the various items that we produce... Um, Shamila, in addition to that, we've got a lot of members and executive members who are leading the way in schools with uh, sustainable education. How important now is it becoming in schools um, to have students learn in the importance uh, of environmental responsibility and sustainability?
1: So as the world changes around us, and we saw it this year at the north of um, WA. When we had the flooding in Fitzroy, um, we know that the impact of climate change is very real, and we see some great examples from our schooling communities on how to, and our TAFE colleges, um, on the best way forward in terms of embedding climate educational practices. So it is really important and. Uh, one of the best things is to share best examples. So what we're trying to do at the moment, and we've just started this, um, is starting to capture good examples of practice within schools um, and TAFE. So look out for future copies of the uh, Western teacher. And I just also want to mention, in 2021, SSTUWA contributed to an inquiry led by Education and Health Standing Committee on the impacts of climate change in WA schools. Um, There were 60 submissions put forward and the final report was entitled the Making Hope Practical Report, of which 24 recommendations were presented. Unfortunately, unfortunately, only six of those were supported by the government and we as a union continue continue to work with the sustainability unit on actions for this report. So as we start to get more... uh, responses and um, recommendations from the Sustainability Union and the department will keep our members up to date.
0: And uh, that is uh, making things better for all of us. You, you mentioned uh, natural uh, events. Of course, the union also ha- has in the past uh, offered support to members who've been victims of those sorts of nat- natural disasters. Uh, and certainly I can think of the uh, cyclone that hit Kalbarri. We had a lot of members impacted by that. So there was uh, funds available from the union and then the floods that you mentioned um, uh, up north, Halls Creek, Fitzroy Crossing, places like that. So um, your member fees do assist your peers and and those who are in in the greatest need at those times. So uh, it makes sense at the same time, in parallel to that, to be working as hard as we can to minimise our impact on the environment as climate change and its effects um, really hit home Um, not in that broad um, theoretical sense, but to the everyday lives of our own members.
1: Absolutely. And um, listening to our members is also key. And we always stress that we're a union that listens to its members and member concerns. And in our current log of claims, we do have an agreement um, consideration from our Climate Action Working Party, which was created this year, which is natural disaster leave on top of any other leave entitlements to support our school members in um, any when they come across any sort of Strife due to natural
0: disasters, and it's amazing how the threads all come together, don't they? Through general agreements, through negotiations. Negotiations, just briefly, will update our members. That's uh, the process has begun for the general agreement uh, for schools, and the process already underway um, and some way in for the uh, general agreement for TAFE. So, a busy time for all of the, the senior officers, Jamila.
1: It certainly is and I just want to say as busy as it is in the building, I'm sure it's busy in schools and tapes as well.
0: Yeah, we're very conscious of that and uh, we know that you're all working very, very hard out there and uh, um, we do urge you to make sure that you are seeking all the support and help you need. If you are uh, an Indigenous member of the union or you are distressed by uh, the result of the uh, the vote on the weekend. Please do talk to someone. There are a number of options where you can uh, seek counselling. Uh, and, uh, of course, please feel free to talk to your union rep or your local organiser or to member assist whenever you need assistance around these issues. And as I mentioned earlier, if you're interested in making your own contribution and you want to um, put, give away the hard copy of Western Teacher, go onto the website or drop us a, an email to editor at sstuwa.org.au and we can assist you with that process so hope you've enjoyed listening to this issue of Western Teacher Live the SSTUWA podcast where we talk all things education and uh, thank you Shamila for joining us.
1: Thanks Bob. SSTUWA members are strongly encouraged to register for the range of industrial and professional courses available face-to-face or online. Find these courses online via sstuwa.org.au slash training.